0: hey guys welcome to today's episode i have said that again i've done it again anyway welcome back to the oh my god i'm doing again the welcome back and welcome to today's episode (gasps) how do i start this how do i genuinely start this This is becoming a recurring issue but i was about to say welcome back again today's episode (laughs) is on what to do when you feel down because recently i felt very weird i felt very not me and I thought, you know what, I'm going to gather inspiration to help you guys what to do when you feel down, because sometimes it's so isolating when you do feel down, and you're like, okay, I've got no one in the whole world, I'm the only person in the whole world that feels like this, but no, you're not, because you have me, and I'm going to help you. I honestly really don't know why I just said, see you in a minute, love you, bye. That was an odd moment. I'm really surprised I didn't delete that clip and then refilm it but today's episode is what to do when you feel down because recently I have I do have incredible friends however I've just been feeling really lonely in myself as in just as an individual I've just felt I felt quite low I felt a little bit depressed which is okay and I've recognized those feelings and I'm kind of like I need to not beat myself up about it and not be like oh why are you feeling that way more or less kind of trying to heal my way through it rather than just fix it at the root because I feel like whenever we're sad our first instinct is just to immediately be like okay what do I need to do to just like ignore this I need to just like get over it I need to like go out and do something fun or whatever which could work for some people but it doesn't personally work for me and I just want to tell you guys and talk to you guys about what I kind of do when I feel down because recently I mean I'm working my way through it I'm not like completely better now it's been a little bit of like um it's been a little bit like a process personally like since I've moved to uni because before when I was down it would be like I'd speak to my mum really and obviously I live like five six hours away now from my house so I can't really just be like mum come into my room and please sit there while I cry and sob to you Now it's more like a phone call, but I still, I don't do it. I haven't done it. So when I felt down recently, I've been really stupid and I've bottled it up. So ever since like mid-September, since I've been here, I haven't, I haven't spoken to anyone about how I felt if I feel down and when I feel quite low. Today, I literally, this is actually quite embarrassing. It's not embarrassing, but it's embarrassing personally. I went out to go get super glue, which I accidentally got industrial strength super glue. But anyway, super glue leaves, fake leaves, 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 and what else did I buy? I can't remember what else I bought. Oh, also I lost my ID. But anyway, that's me going off on a tangent. Um, and on the way home, I had to sprint. I nearly had to sprint home. I was walking so fast because I was nearly crying. I was listening to, I was introduced to this song, Big Jet, Big Jet Plane recently. And it's, I listened to that seven times today. It's 4 p.m., and I've listened to it seven times. Guys, what the hell is going on with me? But I I now want to tell you guys, now I've, like, vented about that because I just needed to speak to someone about it. That two-minute clip has helped. <laughs> but now I just want to talk to you guys about what I kind of do to kind of gently heal my way through a process of being sad or being a bit down because sometimes it's so easy to just be like, nah, I'll be fine tomorrow. Like, I'll leave it for now. I'll just go to bed or I'll just watch a film or something like that, which sometimes does work. I am going to talk about that, but I don't want you to be sad and then immediately just think there's no one to go to. I don't want to burden people with this. I don't want this to take over my life. I want to just get on with it and just move on to tomorrow because all that's going to happen is that those sad feelings and those negative thoughts are just going to build up and build up and build up. Like imagine like keep putting foundation on your face. It's going to build up unless you don't take it off, right? It's the same as... If you keep building up these and collecting these sad feelings, it's just going to bubble up and just make it ten times worse. Sorry, I got a hiccup then. But that's what I want to help you with today. So, When I used to get really down, my first instinct was to just, like, cry and let it out, bottle it up, don't tell anyone, and then just carry on, you know? Or my first instinct would be, trigger warning, would be to just eat my comfort food I'd just go downstairs and I'd just be like oh just eat some chocolate or I'll go and treat myself I'll go to the shop and get some snacks or whatever like that and that's completely fine because I still do it now like when I'm a bit sad I'm like okay what will make me feel better is if I get like a little treat or something like that whatever if I go and get a coffee that's like now my kind of healing process whatever (laughs) that's the start to my healing process is when I start going to cafes by myself again but My kind of, my first instinct used to be just cry, don't tell anyone and then move on, you know? And that was when I did get really depressed because I wasn't telling anyone. I was telling it to myself and my brain had to keep piling up with all these horrible thoughts and kind of, it couldn't take it. You know, yourself, imagine if you told someone else everything that you tell your brain, like all those Horrible things that you say about yourself or all like the negative things or whatever's going on in your life. Imagine if you keep telling one person that thing, they're going to go insane. You know, they're going to have all these things bottled up. Treat that as yourself because that's what you're doing to yourself. All you're doing is just building up and building up and piling up all these negative thoughts from your toes to your scalp. And so one day you're just going to burst and you're going to be like, I can't take it anymore. And so when I realised that that was my first instinct would just be like a negative thing, I kind of recognised that. And now when I get a bit down, it's, I do cry. I My first instinct is to cry. And that is honestly a good way to kind of like let it all out because it feels like steam is like just blowing out whatever. But after you cry, perhaps consider talking to someone. It could be your mum, your dad, sister, brother, your pets. It could be your pets. It could be... I don't know, a friend over call, you could go over to a friend, you could perhaps go and visit a loved one, relationship, whatever like that. But something really, really important, and it's hard, it's, it's kind of annoying to say, but you do need someone to talk to. Well, it could be just a therapist, could be a teacher, or anyone like that. But I found that recently, I've really tricked myself into thinking that I don't need anyone. I've kind of gone through these past couple months and been like, no, I don't need anyone. I'm completely fine by myself. I can do everything by myself. I can completely be independent and I don't need any help with anything at all. And now I've kind of reached the point where I'm like, hang on a minute. I can't do this on my own. Like I'm struggling and I don't have anyone to turn to because I've completely been so independent with everything that like, it would kind of be weird if I just all of a sudden turned around and I was like, guys, I need help. You know, so the best thing, the first thing that I'm going to give you advice on is find one person. You don't need millions of people. You could just have one person or two people, three people have many want that you can genuinely pick up the phone and just talk to them and they will listen. That's what I've that's what I've honestly struggled with is finding someone who will genuinely just be on the receiving end. They won't try and turn it around on themselves or kind of belittle my emotions. They'll just listen to me. And that's incredible because you could speak to say, for example, my person is my mum. I'll speak to my mum and I'll be crying for like 45 minutes and she'll just sit there and she'll just listen because she has empathy, she knows what it feels like and at the end she just gives me a big hug and she'll comfort me with whatever I ask for. And after that, say the next day or that night, I feel a million times better because it's getting rid of and releasing everything that i've kind of pent up in my body whether it's self-image body image mental health issues schoolwork, anything like that any stress anxieties you have physically let them go and you have taken them out of your own body imagine picking them up putting them in your mouth chewing them up spitting them out while you're speaking it they're gone once you have spoke to someone about it they're completely gone you know you've rid yourself of those feelings they can come back but for now you feel 10 times better because they're not physically eating you. You know what I mean? When I feel down as well, I always like to kind of assess what might possibly be making me feel down. I mean, when when you do have depression or when you are depressed or anxiety or anything like that, sometimes there is no reason. Sometimes it's just you can't help it, but you're just a bit sad today. And that's completely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes if you kind of assess what's going on in your life or what could possibly be making you anxious or sad or unhappy or anything like that you can find little things in your day-to-day life that could be triggering these emotions for example at the moment I'm looking at it in a sense where I am unhappy with the amount of schoolwork that I've done I've got a deadline and I haven't got my work ready it might be in a long period of time but it's still making me anxious the fact that there is a deadline Other things could literally just be my self-image. Sometimes I do get really down about the way I look, as do a lot of people. You know, no one in this world is completely content with the way they look. There is always some anxieties, some sadness about any aspect of their looks, and there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong is that sometimes when you get down about the way you look, you convince yourself that you are the only person in the whole world who feels this way. You convince yourself that when you're walking down a street, every single other person is positive and completely confident in themselves, And it makes you feel even worse. It makes you feel tiny because you're like, oh my God, why do I have this wrong with me? This person on TikTok, these hundreds of girls I see on TikTok, they don't have anything wrong with them like me. They're completely comfortable in themselves and that's so beautiful. But why am I not? And then you tear yourself apart. And the whole thing of being okay with the way you look and everything, that's hard sometimes. So I've kind of, I like to make a list. I like to make a list, I love my list. I literally have a to-do list book because the amount of paper that I wrote on and like wasted pages of my diary like doing to-do lists is ridiculous. But I have a little to-do list and I'll list out things that I need to get done or things that will cause me anxieties. For example, it could be, get this module of schoolwork done, Um, go and buy this, get this sorted um, go and do this, watch this, whatever, like that, I will list out everything that I physically need to do. And then I can see, and it's kind of like a visual aid that I'm like, it relaxes me because I'm like, okay, I only have to do this much because in your brain, everything that you need to get done and that's making you anxious and sad festers and it like multiplies for some reason. Like everything is scattered in my brain. I don't know whether anyone else can do it. My dad, for some reason, he's never like made a list in his life. Like everything's just in his brain. I think that's crazy. Could can never be me. I have a million to-do lists. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent again, guys. But on this to-do list, then I can just visually see that I don't have as much to do as I think I do. And it makes me feel so much better. It takes the pressure off because I'm like okay I have a deadline I have to do this and I have to do this and it's okay if I do it by this date and then I kind of can fit in I'm like okay I don't have to do this tonight I don't have to stress I can watch a movie I can chill I can go see my friends I can go out for a drink whatever which I actually can't because I've lost my ID now but anyway that's what's stressing me out but visually listing out things makes me feel so much better because when I'm down I'm like oh okay I've got this to do but I can see it and I'm like, okay, I don't actually have that much to do. And then it makes me feel a little bit less stressed and less anxious. As well, when I'm like feeling quite low, it's so easy. And this was the worst thing that I used to do was I used to just stay in my room all day, every day. I, when I would go downstairs, it would literally just be to go get breakfast, lunch and dinner, drinks, snacks, and then I go straight back up. I wouldn't really speak to anyone. I wouldn't do anything all I would do would be stay in my room cooped up watching films or on my phone doing nothing and that's okay to do sometimes sometimes when you're down you do need those days but this was like every day every other day and I wouldn't leave the house and now say for example today I've been feeling really low I felt quite sad so what I did was I took myself out and I went and just sat on a bench and I kind of at one point I literally just took a breath in and out and I was like, oh, like, thank God I did not imprison myself in my room. Because the thing is, my room is my safe space. I don't know about anyone else, but as well at my house, my room was like my sanctuary. It was beautifully decorated for me. It was, you know, the place where I watched my films, where I did my TikToks. It was just this beautiful little place. But when I started to spend all my time in there all day, every day, and I would be crying in there, I'd be sad, I'd be like journaling negative thoughts, which is okay, it's a good thing to do. But my new impression of my room would be that this is the place where I go to be sad. This is the place where it makes me sad. So no long, it was no longer my sanctuary or my safe space, it was a place where it was daunting, because I knew for a fact that if I was in there for too long, I would end up crying and I'd end up being sad. So the thing is, staying in your room all the time is good, as long as you kind of set boundaries you know a lot of people say don't do work in your bed i have never done work at my desk ever because not that i'm lazy but i just i love the comfort of my bed but getting out and even if you just go downstairs for half an hour you could set little like i don't know not boundaries but like little routines so what made me feel so much better when i was down when i was like spending all my time in my room would be at a night time, I would always, from like 7pm, whatever, go downstairs and watch TV with my mum and dad. And before, what would stop me would be like, oh no, I'm not going to go down. I'd trick myself, I'd be like, I'm not going to go down, only because I just don't like what they're watching. I would take down my computer, and I'd watch a film on that, or I'd take my book, read it, or I would go on my phone, read a book on my phone, read a book on my phone, Wattpad. <laughs> but I would do something to break the cycle of making my room no longer my sanctuary I would go down and I'd eat breakfast in the breakfast room with my mum and dad with my mum actually because my dad would be at work or at lunch times I'd go out and I'd go and get a coffee or I'd go and meet my friend for lunch or you know I'd go take my dog on a walk I'd do whatever to break this habit of making my safe space a negative place because I love my room so much but because I just kept on being so sad there that was all I thought about was that place is where I go to be sad. When I feel down, I also like to romanticise a few things in my life, which of course, I love speaking about that on here. Guys, we have, a, we have like a million episodes on romanticising your life or whatever on here. Um, but when I'm down, I'm always kind of just like sad and then I kind of make my environment sad, whatever like that. But when I say watch a film and I'm like, oh my God, I love this film. For example, I found out that I loved watching French films. I was like, okay, why do, I, why do I love these films? And it's because I think the style is beautiful, the hair, the makeup, the whatever. And I started to kind of pick apart a few things in my life which were putting me down, say like my morning routine or what I would get up to in the day or like being productive, stuff like that. So on one hand, it had that I wasn't productive. What could I do to romanticise that? I was like, okay, what could I do to romanticise that? I've said so that already. I've said that already. But one, productivity equals go to a cafe, go to a coffee shop, go sit on a bench in the park, go on a drive and like sit in a, you know, like a drive through Costa where you can like sit in the car park, do that, sit there, read a book Two. what else was making me sad was making me down was say like my appearance in a sense where I was like, Oh, I don't feel cool anymore. Like, I feel like I was cooler when I was in six months ago, whatever. So look at Pinterest look at pinterest, look at instagram, look at tiktok, find inspiration for like what to wear, plan like your outfit for the next day. Be like, okay, I feel sad right now. Maybe I could try wearing a full leopard print outfit. It worked for me. Maybe working for you would be full denim. I don't know. Try new outfits, try new makeup, new hair. Be like, okay, maybe I want to dye my hair. That'll be kind of cool. Romanticize even just the most regular mundane things in your life, like your morning routine. I went on, there's this app called Canva. This is not sponsored, but it's an app called Canva and it's so good. Girl, so many to-do lists on there I've made. They're gorgeous. But make a to-do list of like what you want to do the next day and you make a morning routine. And my morning routine consisted and it. Didn't have times in it because that really stresses me out, girl. That really stressed me out. But on it, I would have like wake up, drink some water, meditate or... What what's the other one? Meditate? Um Um No, what's the other one? Oh, stretching. It'd be like morning stretching, which like I didn't do that a lot because like that was too much effort. Like I'm I'm a lazy girl. Come on now. I'm not gonna be doing that in the morning. But I wake up, do my meditation, whatever like that, go downstairs, get a hot drink, sit outside and like journal. Maybe not now, but it's cold. But you could journal inside. You could journal in your living room. Try different spaces. Find your favourite space in the house to journal or drink your coffee. Could be wake up in the morning and literally go and pet your dog, because I love pets. I love dogs. They're gorgeous. But what else could you romanticise in your life? Like think of things every single day. And I know this is like bad for like consumerism or whatever. But even buying a new water bottle made my day so much better. And that sounds so sad, but it's a low key water bottle, and it's it's gorgeous, and that made me want to get up in the morning and drink my water. That made me want to get up in the morning. That's a bit drastic, but you know what I mean. Think of regular things that you could do to just genuinely make your day a bit more exciting because you didn't do it yesterday i always talk about finding things that you love or finding a passion and that's such a big thing when i was down because when i was down and maybe you can relate to this i had no passion in like what i wanted to do in the future i had no passion in like my schoolwork or fashion or even like tiktok or social media or whatever like that i was just like so burnt out and i was so like oh i don't want to do anything because there wasn't anything in my life that was making me really excited. Like, I would wake up in the morning and I would just be like, okay, what is the point of today? Like, what am I going to achieve? Like, what can I even achieve if I if there's nothing driving me? And then I started, this is really random, but I started watching Harry Potter. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I found my passion for acting through watching films. And then through watching Harry Potter and, like, whatever, I then started to watch, like, IMDb-rated type films, like... I literally watched Fight Club and Pulp Fiction and I was like, yes, I'm a film bro, love it. But I started watching films and then I realised, okay, I now have a passion for film. I want to make short films and stuff like that. And that made me so excited because there was like a little fire set off in my stomach and I was like, oh, now I have a passion for my future. Now I kind of know what I want to do. And even if I realise I don't want to do it, I've done something with my day. So with my day, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to watch one film today or I'm going to try and watch two films today, I'm going to rate them, review them, whatever. And that tiny little thing that I did with my day, which was watching one film, made me feel so much more accomplished and made me feel so much better. Because in myself, I was down because I wasn't achieving anything. Therefore, I achieved one thing of watching a film and I was already in 10 times a better of mood. It doesn't matter how small the goals are that you set or like how small the things are that make you feel better. If it makes you feel happier and it makes you feel a little bit less down, that's already a win. That's already such an incredible thing. Other passions, you know, you could try knitting, you could try like sewing or textiles or anything like that. It could even be, I don't know, you could start a new TikTok account, you could start a new business, you could do whatever. And the beauty about being young is that you can try out as many things as you want to. You can try out these new businesses or anything like that, because you, know, you can try out social media and stuff like that because you're young. Why not? What have you got to lose? You don't have to spend money on it. You can just try and find out what you love and it makes you feel so much better. Finally, as an opposed to all the proactive stuff that i told you, what I like to do now... Oh, hang on. Let's let's backtrack. What I used to do would be, as I said, when I would sit in my bed all day and not do anything and like be down about it because I wasn't doing anything and I was sitting in my bed, I now like to allocate a day or two days or three days, whatever, a week where they are genuinely my rest days. And I cannot beat myself up about it. I cannot be mean to myself about not doing anything because that is my day to just sit back and recharge and have a self-care day. And self-care doesn't have to mean that you buy a million face masks and you, you know, completely change everything about yourself. A self-care day can sometimes just mean sitting in bed and watching your comfort movies or watching new movies. It can literally just be you doing nothing and you do not feel guilty about it. That was the trouble with when I would be in my room all day would be because I just thought I was so lazy and in my head I was just bullying myself. I was like, you're so lazy, you're not doing anything, you're not achieving anything. But the difference is with these days is that I have realized that sometimes you need one day and you need to name that day as your rest day so that you cannot bully yourself because you're like, no, I have told myself that today is the day where I get to do absolutely nothing and feel no guilt about it because we're only human, you know, we get overwhelmed with a lot of things and we are very easily easily drained out and very easily burnt out. So sometimes it's... It's so easy to just kind of be like a million miles an hour all week, especially with schoolwork or just work in general. And you don't realize that sometimes there's a little tiny little angel inside of you that's like, please, can we just take a break? Like, please. And you can read for the whole day. You can watch movies for the whole day. You can just be on your phone all day or spend the whole day with your parents, whatever you want to do. But as long as you don't beat yourself up about it, because you need to rest and you need to relax. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, let me know. Or I'd love if you could share this podcast or rate it, whatever like that. Because we're in the charts, guys. We're in the charts, babies. Stop it. But I love you so much. Have a wonderful day. I love you. Mm-hmm.